Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to yet another Buster Wolf podcast. Today we are talking about the Streets of Rage franchise, beating people up in Wood Oak City, and we're going to go to the streets, cruise for a piece, and beat the ever-living shit out of every opponent we see. I am the host, Renegade Operative, and first we have Rad Rad as one of our co-hosts. Hey, if we did it for Final Fight last year, you know we had to bring the podcast back on the streets of rage yeah i'm very excited to talk about this since this was like my first beat-em-up i ever played and then second was like double dragon maybe we'll do a discussion on that in the future who knows but next we have connecty i am so excited to talk about this franchise this franchise alone is why i grew up uh, playing video games in the first place introduce me to the video game world as we all know next we have brandon hello everyone uh brandon here and i'm very angry in the streets yeah he's a very angry indian wrestler who wants to beat people and skin them so uh there yeah, you have t-hawk it. up in this bitch t-hawk slam them <laughs> i was gonna say darn meister but okay <laughs> next we have nero Yes, up, guys? Uh, it's good to talk Wall Street's rage. Drillbed, uh, introduce yourself, good sir. Yeah, it's me, Drillbed. And yeah, I'm excited to talk about Streets of Rage, even though I'm not the most familiar with the franchise. And last but not least, Parlor Walk. Introduce yourself. Walk. Is she dead? I'm sorry. I thought you said someone else. No, I was, talk- I was talking about you due to the massage earlier, but I did. My back was killing me, so I had to get something done. But um, hi everyone, welcome to the podcast. I'm Nikki, and I'm here for the party. All right, and we're going to go to the first question, which is sort of describing your first experience with the franchise and how did you get introduced into it. I'm going to let Kaneki go first. Hmm, how did I get into the series for the first time? Oh, you already read the question, right? Yep, I did. That's the question. Uh, well, it all started when when I was a, a toddler and my brother introduced me to the Sega Genesis. And he was playing not Streets of Rage 1, but uh, Streets of Rage 2. Ironic, because that's how I also got into Tekken. But anyways, Streets of Rage 2 was the game was the first game that introduced me to the series and uh i couldn't stop playing it it was the only reason why i would even bother playing the genesis in the first place sonic did not do it for me it was this game right here the series and uh what stood out to me at the height of of the popularity for these beat-em-ups uh you know that's a good question i can't even answer that to be honest but I'm glad that people, after all these years, still remember it and treasured it to this day. Nikki, it's your turn. How did you get introduced into this franchise? Uh, one of my friends had um, the Sega Genesis, and so whenever my brother and I would go to his house, um, he would always have like a new Sega game for us to play. And he said to us, "Hey, let's play Streets of Rage One." And this, this was when we were like. 
maybe 10, 11 years old or so. And we just had so much fun with the game. Um, yeah, it was just basically going over friends' houses, playing Streets of Rage. And if I remember, they were able to have three characters on the um, on the screen or two characters or whatever. But we always played together. And I remember we always used to yell at each other whenever someone would, would um, accidentally press the uh, police assist button at the wrong time. And then it was the music, too. Like, we really enjoyed the music. And uh, th that will probably come in later where I'll talk about how we used to just pause the game and just dance to the music instead of playing. But that's uh, basically it. I'm going to go real quick because my answer is super basic. But essentially, I believe my brother just had Streets of Rage packaged with his Genesis. I remember it was... Mortal Kombat, well, the first one, I fucking hate the MK1 convention, but you know, that's besides the point. It was the first MK, then he had Sonic 1, Sonic 2, and then he had Streets of Rage and Eternal Champions. And all of those games are games I played the hell out of, but that's how I first got introduced into the series. Once I decided to say, oh, I'm finished with Sonic, I, I beat that game. What's this other game where these people are fighting folks on the front of the cover and they're in the streets so i played it and I, I i remember the first theme go straight that stood out to me the most where it was this crazy eccentric club music and i was like okay this is actually pretty hype this is this is getting me like super excited and it, it brought this whole energy to the rhythm of the game which is why a lot of people really love the second one uh so i kept on playing it, it was hard as shit back in the day i didn't know what i was doing i was just punching my way through and i didn't know that certain bosses had like a pattern which is interesting for the game and the more i kept playing the more addicted i got to it 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 was a very interesting and fascinating experience especially after i got done playing that and going to the nes again and playing double dragon it felt like a whole different enhanced mood which is what that franchise needed honestly to stand out i think that's what makes it stand out is that they took a concept and they made it the best that they possibly could and that is my experience with at least getting into the series for the first time i'm going to let brandon go next um how i got in the series truth be told i don't remember like as far as my earliest memory i know i played it before on one of my family members like a little platform i think it might have been a sega i played on originally but what really got me into the series, solidified me, was playing it on PlayStation 3, like 13 years ago, when Sega released like a bunch of games on PS Plus for free, and Streets of Rage 2 was one of them. I played 2 a lot. 2 was my jam. So that game got me into the um, series. But what stood out to me and how the popularity? Uh, Drippy Toe? I'm not sure, but I, I might say the characters. Because the characters seem more interesting than, say, Final Fight. Now, because I wasn't necessarily into Final Fight, still technically not, but yeah, like Street Race kind of stood out a little bit for the characters, even though they're, they're pretty simple, if you consider it. Nero, how about you? It's your turn. Well, I got introduced to, uh, I got introduced to the game by playing it on, like, PS3 and 360. I actually have, like, 
two copies of the Sega collection that they had that they had brought out like years ago when I started collecting games. The gameplay was pretty addicting. And then went to play Streets of Rage 4 when it first dropped. It was a really fun game. Drill, it's your turn. Oh, never mind. You were saying something there? I I was probably going to talk about the uh how the gameplay was compared to like Final Fight, but oh, maybe that's some question. Good. Uh, let's see. I like how you had the ability to attack throws. You had special moves. It was kind of like a mini fighting game. That's why I probably got into it a lot more. All right, Goo Master, it's your turn. But yeah, for me, I actually got into Streets of Rage. I think because of one of those Sega Genesis collections on like maybe the PSP back when back when I would just get random games to play. And I think Streets of Rage was on one of them. It was hard, but I thought it was kind of fun. Just never finished it. And then I obviously, when Streets of Rage 4 came out, I played that a lot. And then started to go back on like the older ones once they started re-releasing them. Those were... Streets of Rage 4 is, is probably like, I would say the best one I've played so far. Especially with how much content they've been supporting with it. Hopefully we do get another one. And you're finished with this question, Drew? Yeah. Rad, rad. Last but not least, how did you get like first introduced into the series? I have to thank Sonic the Hedgehog for doing so, because I didn't play Streets of Rage when it originally came out. I didn't play it until Sonic Ultimate Genesis Collection for the PS3, because it had all three Streets of Rage games on it. You know your game is going to be special when the composer gets one of the first credits. He's right there on the copyright screen. You know the music is going to be something special. And as I'm sure you've heard from this podcast, it was. It definitely left an impression. But Streets of Rage was one of those games from the beat-em-up genre that... You could easily show to your friends easily because, hey, just walk forward, press buttons. It's one of the easiest genres in the world to play. So that's what really stood out to me. It's just, I can play this with my friends. I don't have to teach them much except, hey, here's the buttons. Beat the crap out of someone. And oh, Streets of Rage lets you do that in so many ways. Yeah, beat him up, hit him with a pipe, smack him with a bottle. It's a lot of, it's a lot of interesting weapon variety to that game too. That I I think a lot of people just seem to tend to just overlook a little bit. Like it, you could just. I, I like the first one where you can at least throw like, uh, these grenades that will pop into people's faces and you can stun them. So it's a, it's a lot of good stuff there with this game in terms of experimenting and making a playstyle, which is cool. But we're going to move on to the second question, which I'm going to have to pick, like, select people because Streets of Rage 3 is something interesting. So it had a notorious release 
and they had an extremely difficult western version come over here to the stateside however bare knuckle 3 was an entirely different monster over in japan and it was actually the more fun game with uh, some of the differences so we're citing the regional differences between the two and which one do you prefer right i want you to go first on this one because i only played three for a little bit okay yeah once i got my hand on the japanese version bare knuckle three i wondered where has this been all my life because the plot is drastically different the game is noticeably easier the characters look like they do none of these weird colors like axel wearing a yellow shirt it felt like the mature man's uh, streets of rage game and it's obviously not as harsh you can beat this game on easy if you want and not be punished by mr xbot laughing at you but uh some of the plot changes here were just hmm. In the American version, it's mostly about Mr. X wanting to replace uh, people in power with robots, as you do, as was the 90s. Which is a lot better than the Japanese version, which starts with an explosion in the middle of a city. A radioactive explosion that killed thousands and injured hundreds of thousands. And that's how your game starts with Axel tightening his headband Rambo 3 style and punching the screen. It's just... Boy, you had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. I would, say that, I would say the Japanese version absolutely replaces the American version. There's, It's sort of a... There's no reason to play American Streets of Rage 3 other than a mere curiosity. And in Streets of Rage 4... Some of the plot elements of three are canon, uh, bare knuckle three. So yeah, all the more reason to just forget Streets of Rage three altogether. That's kind of all I have to say on it, unless you wanted to go into plot detail. Um, no, I think that like answers most of it because just going off of my experience, and I, I noticed the color differences between the characters, and then I was just like, okay. I'm getting to the point now where it's infuriating because I remember getting to the bosses and getting absolutely destroyed in the original Streets of Rage. And I was wondering why that is. Why is this game like 10,000 times like more harder and the strippers are just turning me into a piece of hamburger? And I was like, okay, I didn't know that the regional version was easier, different. And of course, uh, they had a lot of interesting changes. So... Uh, I have like mods installed for the Sega Genesis collection on Steam and I was just like, okay, fuck it. I'm going to install this and see how better it plays. And when I started, it was a huge difference. Uh, most notable is the life system. It's a lot more generous in the Japanese version versus the um, Western one. And I was just like, okay, that's cool. And the enemies don't hit as hard because uh, I noticed that immediately. Like they were taking off blocks of health when you were playing that game in the american version and this one was like okay well now we're gonna balance the game out so if you have to play any version of this game please make sure it is the japanese version otherwise you're gonna get your ass kicked if it is the american one kaneki do you have any experience with this game in terms of japanese and american 
Uh, I have. Though, uh, mostly the American one, uh, because that's the one I played mostly, and, uh, yeah. I would definitely not recommend playing that version unless you want to... Unless you are really, really good at Streets of Rage, at least three, to where you 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 won't get hit or die a lot, because that's pretty. It's pretty much for people who who wants like more of a challenge per se. It, it can be stupid at times, but it's definitely a challenge. Yeah, like it's meant for the people who are able to beat Ninja Gaiden three without losing all their continues. Yep, I'm not like one back of when you were. A- like back when you were a kid, you I guess you just don't care as much. You have so much free time that you can just keep playing it over and over again. But they literally did it just so people wouldn't just rent the game and beat it in the weekend. Yeah, it's uh it's very interesting, but I just remember I, I after the stripper pole stage or whatever that is, that's when the game really started to become frustrating, so I just slipped on the Japanese version and I'm like, okay, this is this is way better. Yeah, it's like playing the Japanese Bayou Billy, because that game's way easier on there compared to the American one. Oh, okay. Nero, do you have any opinion on this whatsoever? I haven't really played Streets of Race 3 that much to form a positive opinion or negative opinion on. That's fair. A lot of people have not, but I guess, you know, the people that have, we kind of answered this a little bit. So we're going to move on to the next question. So it's a little bit more open. Um, I'm I'm terribly sorry to interrupt. I would be remiss if I didn't mention the purple elephant in the room in Bare Knuckle 3. There is a boss fight missing in the American version. Really? So in stage one, you know how you have Shiva on the boat? Oh, yeah, you're he's right. Sending, he's sending goons after you one after another, and then he just... He jumps he just off, and away. yeah, he, he flies away. Uh, but sometimes in the version that I think you're talking about, he actually gets off the ship and he fights you. So in the Japanese version, it is an entirely different character. Oh, man. This character is like purple hat, necklace, and all of that. Are you talking his about the character of the Hades? Is, his name is Ash. Oh, yeah. And when the music starts changing into this distorted, weird... And he just sort of runs and skips across in the... And I don't mean this, I don't mean this harshly. In the most gay way possible. Just a general, <laughs> a stereotype so offensive, he wasn't even included in re-releases. Not even the one that was on Genesis Mini 2. Like, that's how ashamed Sega is of this character. <laughs> Supposedly, you could play as Ash if you game sharked, but man, he isn't even getting into Streets of Rage 4, let's just say. So he got the poison treatment. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, yeah, but see, poison is still around, and ash is just well, a pile of ash now. <laughs> so I, I wanted to sort of bring that up as sort of a did you know? And also, it's kind of a little, little dark secret in Sega's library that they obviously don't like to talk about. Yeah, I can see why it's it would not probably yeah, fly over if you, well. If you had seen that walk animation, you would say, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> the, the, it's the combination of things. 
And you can unlock yeah. a kangaroo as well. Maybe maybe they could bring it back if they toned it down to just being a flamboyant. I can't wait till question number six. Well, let me see. Yep, I, I, I see it right there. All right, so we're going to move on to the next one, which is our favorite character to play as. So what is your favorite character in Streets of Rage? And it could be multiple because this is multiple choice. I'll let Kaneki go first. Well, aside from the, the main homie, you know, Axel Stone, the GOAT, the one and only, uh, who was not only an ex-cop, but also uh, a video game man. Uh, the other characters I like playing as is Max, Skate, which, if I'm not, if I'm not, uh, if I stand correct, I mean, I could be wrong, but, uh, wasn't Skate in Streets of Rage 4, just in the background, in the <sighs> DLC? I, yeah, I, I think so, but I, I do remember he's not but, playable except for his other variants. Yeah, but Max was, which I was thankful for, but outside those two, you don't need a weapon for this man, because he is the weapon. Anytime you pick up this character, Shiva, it was a wrap for an, almost any difficulty in the game. He's, he's like the cheat code of Streets of Rage. Is he so fun? I'm surprised he's not modded into like this uh the recent Ultimate Marvel's Capcom 3 mod uh revision. And that's your answer for favorite characters? Yes. Alright, Nikki, it is your turn. Who do you love the most in Streets of Reach? Um I think I enjoyed really playing with Blaze mainly because um I liked how she was almost the perfect blend of like power and speed. I especially liked how she how she kind of felt like Chun Li almost in a way with all the kicks and all the graceful moves and everything. So, and she kind of reminded me of Guy a little bit with how powerful and fast she was. When I say power, I mean she wasn't as powerful as the other two characters were, but it was good enough for me. Brandon, your turn. Um, well, number one is definitely Blaze. I've been in Blaze Loyalist since, um, two. So every game that came out, which, aka Street Race 4, the only game that came out <laughs> after, um, 25 years or whatever. Yeah, I, Blaze was my go-to, um, main character. But, um, honorable mentions will go to, um, uh, his name is Kidding Me, Adam Hunter. Yeah, Mr. Kitboxer. Uh, his fighting style was beautiful. I, I... Never played as him in the original game, but um, his his uh, I guess you say a rework was goaded. I love playing as him, and I guess you could say um Alex as well because you know he's a poster boy. He's still always gonna be fun to play. Oh, speaking of which though, um, I could be wrong about this, but I think one of Blaze's attacks in Street Race Two influenced one of Chun Li Chun Li's attacks in um Street Fighter Alpha, which became a staple move. I think it was Key Coalition. At least uh, how it was animated. Oh, I forgot to mention, Rue is also my favorite. Yeah. Hmm. Right, uh, I am done. Okay, I'm gonna go next. I, well, obviously Axel is pretty cool. Um, you know, he, he does the grand upper and then and, and he does all these combos. I like Streets of Rage like three Axel a lot. He's uh, very versatile uh, to play with and four. As for other people, I did like Adam Hunter, 
he's I, I mostly i like him in four because i i just found him way too basic in the other game uh that he was in which is the first one so yeah he can just do all these green hand moves and, and catch people in the corner and beat them down and i like that he had a dash this time around uh really enhancing his move sets and then for the other two people I liked, I'm gonna say Blaze because she, she's really fucking good in Streets of Rage 3, man. Uh, her slide attack with multiple stars is just great. And I like that move she does where, well, you know, I'll talk about it later, but it's something that she does with a katana that's just awesome. Uh, and then the last person is Max. I, I know he's like super slow. He's supposed to be like a tanky big boy, but the fact that you could just completely like grab a boss and demolish the ever living Christ out of him uh with body slams or wrestling moves and and you can if you're really good at the game you can stun lock somebody and and kill a boss in the corner that is the most fun i had with like the second game and four because you could just get him in the corner and just do whatever you want the zangief him and they can't do a fucking thing. Uh, so those are my favorite characters so far. I'm passing the baton to Nero. My favorite character obviously is Adam Hunter. I liked his moveset way better than like Axel or uh, Blaze. But other favorite character is Estelle. When I was like laughing Streets of Rage 4, like she had like a whole bunch of like crazy combos and stuff like that that I really like. Also, I would give third place to the main man, Axel Stone. I mean, he's he is the icon of the franchise. And the find like he his character development is pretty decent from at least at my end, so yeah. All right, Drobit, it is your turn. Yeah, for me, obviously, it's Streets of Rage 4, Blaze, because that's the character I lab the most with and beat the game with. Honestly, she has a lot of cool combos, and yeah, also the Kikosho move is really good. And I didn't mess around with Estelle in the DLC, mainly because she actually has a lot of cool combos and stuff you can do. I'm so they even had like a full on training mode and combo trials for the DLC, which made learning the characters really fun. Been wanting to learn like the other characters like Axel and Adam though. Just need to get back into Streets of Rage 4. Rat Yeah. Rat Rat, you are the final person here. What is your affinity for favorite characters? So this decision went back and forth in my head up to right now. But when it came down to it, I'm a big fan of the one and dones of Streets of Rage, particularly Dr. Gilbert Zan. This old man robot dashes across the screen, shoulder charges into you, pokes at you with his like cyborg hand filled with electricity. Oh, and he doesn't use weapons uh, in particular knives pipes nothing like it it becomes a ball of energy that he can toss at the enemy when i was playing through the streets of rage 3 before i knew bare knuckle 3 zan was the coolest 
part of it. And I hadn't really come to terms with that until I had replayed the Japanese version because, honestly, he saved my ass. Speaking of characters who saved my ass, my second place character, Sherry Hunter. In Streets of Rage 4, I was sort of struggling to get uh, runs done on the harder difficulties, but Sherry came in clutch. She's one of the only Streets of Rage 4 characters that can run. She has a rushing knee that travels hella far, which means you can attack, evade the enemy, and just be on the other side of them. And not to mention her super move where she just Pete Townsend slides. Ow! And then you're just up against the corner, and then just the world's your oyster. Sherry's awesome. Yeah, she she is by far the coolest newbie. If you ever wanted to just stomp on somebody and do a Qatar hero like combo on them, then you can completely do that with this character. Uh, I, I really liked her moveset and abilities, even though I got like a short time to play with her. Plus her like mountain punch is just so awesome when she does it, like especially if you're fighting in the uh, dual mode. Uh, but we're going to move on to the least favorites, uh, the characters that we can't wrap our heads around, the characters we didn't like. We're going to do that. So, Kaneki, what is your least favorite character to play as for Streets of Rage? Uh, does the remake count? Yes. All right, Mr. X. Why? Because all you could do is hit people with your gun and shoot at them as your special. That's it. That's all you can do with him. Next. Hmm. Okay, so I guess I'll go on this one. Oh, so, ooh, this is particularly trash. Well, I know Mr. X, of course. Uh, I could never wrap my head around Skate, even though he's awesome. I, I feel as though I prefer people who do more damage where... He is like a lot more speed, but I, I do get it because he adds like variety to the game. It's just I never really got into that playstyle to begin with. I would greatly prefer Axel over him. But, you know, I, I wouldn't say he's like one of the worst characters. And uh, I mean, the kangaroo sort of got better as well over time. So I, I just think Mr. X and Skate are the only people I could not get into as characters. What about you, Nikki? Give me a second. Um, okay. Um, okay, this is going to be a rather unconventional answer, but the answer would be when the cop comes out as the assist when someone presses the wrong button. Get that guy off the stage because <laughs> nobody wanted him around, and you accidentally pressed the button, and now I'm pissed because you wasted it. They kind of removed that, and I think they removed it in two, so that's not even there anymore in that game. It's gone. Right. Because it made no sense in one. There is a point where you are fighting on an elevator, going up a skyscraper, and yet this this police cop with a bazooka, expert aim, manages to hit the top of the elevator, which is probably hundreds of stories up by now. That's why it they got rid of it. just made no sense, and I don't blame them for sacking it. He's yeah. not a human. Mm. Well, that's my answer. <laughs> well, you know, I, I guess that counts for something. God tier aim. I guess because people are gonna are gonna uh, listen to this podcast and say, "What is this idiot even talking about?" <laughs> no, that's fine. Like I said, they removed him in the second game, so it counts for something. But it does. <laughs> Brandon, how about you? Uh, the character that you just can't 
wrap your head around or are disappointed by in Streets of Rage? Um, I'm gonna go with in two for Max Thunder. Particularly, I prefer a the way I like it, like to enjoy Streets of Rage in general is like have balance between speed and power. So obviously, I would gravitate more towards like the Adams, the Axels, the Blazes type characters. Whereas Max, at least in two, I haven't played him in on um, four. I only touched Shiva because uh, unfortunately I lost my save data, so I I got sought over. But um, yeah, Max didn't vibe well with me in Street Race Two. So for him in particular, that's like my least favorite character. I will comment on one and three, but I haven't played enough of those games. But to at least give an honorable mention, I would actually ironically give it to um Adam, and on um, one, because he's like the powerhouse, but he's also kind of slow and sluggish. What about you? Uh, that's it. What about you, Nero? Is there anyone you you really don't like playing as in Streets of Rage? I will say, I'm just not interested in playing Max. Like, I just wanted to play like cooler, cooler characters. I mean, Max is a cool character. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like his play style is way different from what I would normally play. Damn, now I wish Hades was here because he's like everybody digging on the wrestler. Holy shit. Um next up is Drill. What about you? Any character you really don't like? Hmm. Well, the I mean there's not any characters I dislike, but there was one character I didn't really vibe with in Streets of Rage 4 was the I think like Adam's daughter, I forget her name. Cherry Hunter? Yeah, I don't know. She just didn't... I didn't like how her combos flowed, and she didn't really, like, vibe that well. Honestly, I prefer the ones that are able to hit more and have better combo flow, but there's not really any characters I dislike, just ones that I didn't vibe with. Alright, fair enough, fair enough. Rad Rad... You are the final person for this question. Characters you hate. Skate. Oh, you got the same answer as me. It <laughs> comes down to he's the stupid bratty kid and his move list reflects it. Even as he, like even when I was younger, I didn't like him that much. It's like you have cool guys, Axel, Blaze, Max the Wrestler, and you have stupid bratty kid with a backwards cap. I never liked skate. I never liked playing a skate. And it, so, it's 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 ironic because of how much I praise Cherry because Cherry kind of feels like the exact opposite. She's like the cool teenager. She's in a, a rock band and she doesn't like this whole fighting thing. She just wants to rock her ass off. And she's the complete opposite of skate in almost every way. Yeah, I, I, I do not miss the boy. I I feel like I I could not wrap my head around him. He's like he's not the worst character I've played with, but he's not the most enticing in terms of what people could do in the actual game. Especially when you start getting characters like Shiva. That ooh, that gameplay is lit when you play as that character. Holy fuck! But also. Also, I do want to mention the. I do want to mention what Nikki said. Hmm? The one cop in Streets of Rage 1. I will say he makes a glorious return in Streets of Rage 4. Oh yeah, he does. I forgot about that. 
because because everyone got surprised by backup requested and then everybody marked because oh it's the dumb thing yeah estelle gets to use him as like a power-up sort of yep damn so nikki will not use estelle got it can hold on so a little fun bonus question here can estelle do that move if you play as her because yes, i forget it's one of her it's one of her specials okay good good I'm very glad but to it, hear that. But uh, if you play survival mode in Streets of Rage 4, you can unlock uh, enough. You can unlock where she doesn't use that. She has a different special entirely. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, I'll definitely go back to Estelle when I get the chance because uh, I need to lab with her a little bit more. But we're moving on to question number five. So the best stage and the worst stage. The stage that is Godson and the stage that basically makes you want to cry at night which is your favorite which is your least favorite we'll go with Kaneki first the entirety of streets most of the streets of rage 2 uh stages is just chef's kiss in my opinion you know perfection like anytime you want to go back and look how the stages were from the old games i would say streets of rage 2 uh nails it for the most part especially uh Streets of Rage 4 at the beginning where they took an homage from the, well, not an homage, but at the actual stage from stage one of Streets of Rage 2, it was just, like, how can you go wrong with most of the stages? Um, the worst stage, um, I would say the worst stage is probably the, the pole dancing one in Streets of Rage 3, like, Especially if, uh, not that I don't, you know, I don't get seizures from the, from be playing in that stage, but, uh, it gives me a headache. Like, it's really annoying to play in that stage. What about you, Nikki? Uh, any favorite stages and least favorite stages in Streets of Rage that you recognized or noticed? Um, well, definitely what, um, what was said before, um, the whole Streets of Rage 2, I think, just did the stages really, really wonderfully. Um, of course, Streets of Rage 1, that was the one I played the most, so um, a lot of those stages are pretty recognizable to me. Um, but I think Streets of Rage 2 pretty much took everything that 1 did and then perfected them even more. So I'm going to go with the whole uh, Streets of Rage 2 for the first one. Um, the, I mean, for the first question. The second part of the question would be the last stage in Streets of, Ra Streets of Rage 1, because... Believe it or not, I never beat Streets of Rage 1. I always died and got totally game over right in front of Mr. X's door. And I just, I hate playing that stage because it always makes me think, you're never going to get there. You're never going to get there. So, yeah, Mr. X's um, office, I would say, building is my least favorite stage. All right, I'm going to go next. Pretty much, I'm going to echo what everyone else has been saying I, I think the entirety of streets of rage 2 every stage seems to be perfect especially i think my favorite one if i had to pick one it would be the bridge stage because it looks cool it's very like simple. Oh, stage two yeah it's very simple and straightforward and and the way you go out of the truck and back into the street was well done as well as fighting the boss on the jetpack that was that was just great uh 100 the worst stage, any stage in Streets of Rage that has a fucking Sky Train 
and I have to jump to avoid the hazard. And if I don't, well, and, and I'm fighting the enemies at the same time, I take like massive damage and they grab me and I get hit. I, I'm not a fan of how that's designed uh, because any slight error will get you killed immediately. It's fun to fight on those stages when you're fighting with friends, as we did in Parsec, where people were getting reamed by the train. But uh, if you're on single player, it is annoying. So I'm going to have to say any Sky Train with the hazard is probably some of the worst stages you will see. Next up is Brandon. I actually need some clarification here. Are you talking about from an um, aesthetic standpoint or just playing it? Both. I would say I would say just both. You're the best and the worst. Um. Well, I do echo the sentiment for Streets of Race 2, but I'm going to do something a little different here. I'm going to go with my absolute favorite stage is um, the streets in um, 4 from aesthetically and just play on it. No. Mm. But if I had to narrow it down to the least favorite thing, I'm going to actually narrow it down to stage hazards for any game. Stage hazard, especially if you play on the highest difficulty, sucks so much ass. Especially in a, like in on four, when you get into the sword, I believe, with all those um pitfalls. Bio. Yeah, well not pitfalls, I could live with, but the um the puddles of like acid or whatever. Yeah. I absolutely hate those so fucking much. Oh yeah, you can't can jump if you get caught in them. No, I could live without having those in my life for once. Like just no stage hazard, please. Let me have some fun. Let me beat up people. I don't want to fight the environment. I'm here to fight the I guess to add on slightly to that, if you, the pitfalls in the first one, I think it was the bridge stage there. If you fall into them, you take 50% damage. It's, it's really fucking bad. Nero, it's your turn. Best and worst stages. I'd say right now, the worst stage I played at was the was the bar from Streets of Rage 4. I did not like those bikers just like headbutting me and like wanting to fucking up the damn stage. My most favorite, I would say, the, 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 the Bay Area in Streets of Rage 4. You just, you could just knock people off. It feels really rewarding to do that. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Drill, it is your turn, good sir. But yeah, since Brandon took my answer for best stage, I'm just gonna copy that. It's still the streets because it is very I think it's pretty iconic. Maybe not as iconic as the original Streets of Rage stage, but I still really like it a lot. Oh yeah. As for the worst, it's probably like this. Chinatown for Streets of Rage 4, mainly because I don't like fighting those guys that just have a lot of super armor and they take forever to kill. Are you talking about the monks or, or the people with the... Yeah. Yeah. The big guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's the worst enemy ever. Yeah, you can't... You can barely combo them and they have too much fucking armor. I don't know. I'm just not a fan of enemies that just tank everything. It just becomes really annoying to play. Mm, rat, rat. Last but not least, what about you? Best stage. Streets of Rage 4, stage 6. It is an absolutely perfect stage. 
the way it introduces karate enemies before you even get inside the main castle. As these enemies that you can't just button mash because they will counter the shit out of you and shame you. And then you go up three straight floors with a unique like spear weapon that you can stab enemies with back and forth and back and forth. And the floors keep getting harsher. Like, there's one that's surrounded by a ring of fire, and you're fighting, like, Muay Thai characters. And then, once you get to the top of the tower, you fight Shiva. And it is my absolute favorite boss fight in the entirety of Streets of Rage, because it feels epic. It's, like, on a sunset on top of a building, and, like, this tranquil theme is playing to up the seriousness of the fight. It is, it's, it's incredible. It's my most favorite stage in the entirety of the franchise. I like and, how Drillbiz's least favorite stage was Chinatown, while yours is Chinatown, his favorite. Yeah, yeah. That's funny to point out, actually. A nice distinction. And now I have the exact opposite. Streets of Rage 3, Stage 3. You guys don't like hazards? How about them constant throughout the first area barrels dropping down from the background to hurt you they they hurt the enemy so it's okay but they are constantly disrupting you and as if that wasn't bad enough you get chased by a fucking forklift in the second area and you're obviously hurrying to bash through the concrete just so you can move on and you forget that you can sort of backfist it, and it's like you're too late, so you take massive damage. Fuck that stage. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. The construction site, it, that stage is pure cancer. Oh, well, we will throw that construction site right into the garbage for it to get nutted on, and we will continue on with the next question. So, <laughs> someone's gonna point that out. <laughs> Uh, it would have been good if you said you were nut on it. Next. Uh, well, we're going to skip right past that. We're going to move to the dusty old trail, and then we're going to move to question number six. So, uh, did you ever play the infamous Streets of Rage remake from Bomber Games? If so, what is your review of that game? Kaneki, I want you to go first. Oh, boy, did I play it. Even after Sega took it down, people, uh, the fans still managed to re-upload it to you know, the fan sites where people can play it. And from what I review of that game, I was like, this is the Streets of Rage remake people wanted for years. I'm talking years after Streets of Rage 3 came out. And this was the perfect homage to the fans who played, who was into the series for, for so long. I, I, at first, I, I just don't understand Sega at the time. Why would they take it down? But then, that, you know, fe- you know, years later, they finally changed their mind and be like, look, because of, you know, because of this game, because without this game existing, Ren, we would not get Streets of Rage 4. I shit you not. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, with the way it's tailored and how fast it plays, I, I don't think that the I, I think they were definitely plays, looking at that. Yeah. I was, I'm going to spoil you for folks who have not played it. So if you don't want to hear the spoiler for the game. This is your chance to mute yourself or to mute the stream for a moment. You can kill people in this game. Yes, kill. How? Well, you unlock a certain, after being the game, I want to say multiple times, but when you grind enough money, because there is in-game currency in that game, 
you will you will be able to unlock a certain mode where when you play it when you do another playthrough of the game you can slice people in half with with your weapons one including the lightsaber of all weapons this game took to a whole new level of fucking you know replay value and and everything in, in streets of rage yeah, I played this um, remake, and, and, you know, for the people that don't know, they have the final version update, uh, which has a differing intro screen and a lot of uh, fixes to the game. Widescreen support, finally. Yeah, widescreen support, everything that you need. It is a masterclass of taking the style and improving on it in every singular way giving you multiple routes it, it literally remakes one two three and adds in new stages as well at the same time uh if you're talking about the idea of a definitive remake with the fact that characters from differing streets of rage games have universal run and roll and all this other crazy shit then definitely check that remake out on pc uh it, it it is by far uh one of the most interesting takes on that franchise and and the way they enhance the gameplay give you unlockables characters uh even they give you some translation stuff so if you want uh bare knuckle uh stuff mentioned you will get that it's it's amazing uh yep. it like it like kaneki said you can also blow people up and and kill them and use a gun in this game which, oh yeah you could use guns i forgot which is quite interesting uh with the way they do it so they have a lot of features i would oh, say it's worth playing let me let me say one more feature they added which entirely make me get make me get into this remake into the uh, in the first place you can create your own levels and stage into this game called the streets of rage maker what people have done over the years with you know the streets of rage remaker and remade certain games like just imagine axel stone in the in the level of battle toads across uh, double dragon that shit is really unbelievable good yeah i would recommend this Red, have you ever played this before or heard of it I played it when it was like a week old. I think I did when it was I was over at a friend's house and he sort of showed me the game, but hearing all the stuff they've added to it over the years, they they obviously didn't leave this game to die when it got season desisted and I'm I'm happy to hear that. Uh I <laughs> It would feel a bit weird going back to it in a post Streets of Rage 4 world. That's the feeling I get. You know, I find that quite interesting because yeah. I, I, I do think that I, I would say it is a improvement, a significant improvement of the universal run and roll. I kind of that's the only thing It's like I kind of wish four had that, even though four looks like so much better. I, I wish it did have that for everyone, because that's one of the reasons why. Uh, a lot of people tend to rag on Streets of Rage for Axel because he's kind of slow, but I mean they made additions and updates where he could do the rolling flame. It's not it's not that bad. I think he needed to get buffed, which is what they did oh, in the yeah. patch. Yeah. In Streets of Rage two uh remake, they made Streets of Rage one and two Axels run. I'm like, why can't they do that for Axel and four? Yep. 
they, so if you want the buff versions of the Streets of Rage 1 characters, they can literally do it all. And they also have like more combos and abilities and weapons. Yes, yes, they do. Which is also uh, one thing to notice, yeah. Also, fun fact, uh, for all you homebrews lovers out there, if you still have your Vita, right now there is a Vita port of the Streets of Rage meme make, so I would recommend that to download on your Vita and enjoy yourself. Yeah, no doubt, 100%. Uh, Drill, have you ever played this remake? Well, actually, I haven't. So, but it would be weird going to it after being so used to 4. I, I, I should probably give it a try sometime. I would say for people curious, try it out. See how it is. It's definitely worth uh, the price of admission or, you know, the price of downloading at least. Uh, for playthrough and seeing how it goes because it is absolutely 100% wild of a game it's a beast but uh, anyone else want to talk about the remake before we move on to the next question going no. once he's like no <laughs> like no fuck that alright going once going twice sold to the hooker in red we're going to move on to um, Streets of Rage Revolution, which is the 3D Streets of Rage they showed, and that giant Sega, let's just be honest, they just dropped themselves on the table and said, look, we're going to give you multiple games, Shinobi, uh, all types of stuff, new Jet Set Radio, and there is a new Streets of Rage in there. Wait, hold on, Ren, before we go to that question, there yeah. was a bonus question, uh, that we didn't mention. Or, or as part of question number six. Um, oh, go on. Does anyone ever play the game Streets of Kamu, Kamurocho? If I said it right? That's the, that's the Yakuza-based Streets of Rage. Yeah, I remember that. Because they gave you like a limited time to download it before the crossover ended. Uh, that is correct. It is essentially Streets of Rage 2, but with a Yakuza skin. You could play as Kiryu... Majima and the other guy in the purple suit, I forget his name. Uh he's in Yakuza 7 as the main protagonist, but you can play as him. And Ichiban. Ichiban. Ichiban Cortez. That's what I'm gonna call him. Uh right. and, and you can play don't you as mean, it's very American. Don't you mean Eric Andre? Well, yeah, I mean you could say he's a little bit more Pacific Eric Andre, but you could play as him. And you can just, it's like Streets of Rage 2 reskinned, uh, and I have it on Steam. But the, o the only thing I don't like about it is that I wish it was a full-fledged game. Because you could tell Sega did it for some promotional material for Yakuza. Because I swear to God, it's like you get to the bar boss and then it ends right there. And you're just playing the game on a loop. You can obviously play with the other three characters, but it is essentially the same loop. They could have, like, I, I think it's more of a thing where instead of being a crossover, a limited time game, it should have been a game where they just went full-fledged and made a 2D Yakuza beat em up. That would have been fire. Imagine yeah, switching I, styles with um, Hiryu. That would have been awesome, dude. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree to Ren. I wish they'd done that because, like, the potential was there. I can't say, yeah, in the day, though, it's just Street Race 2, but with Yakuza assets, but, like, People will supply it. They give us a full title. Yeah. Just drop well, that on the table. Well, Ren, uh, let, me brief, let me give you a brief lesson here. Uh, Yakuza Source is in the works, so you may get that dream after all. I saw that, and just to, 
I, I'm definitely curious to see what people will make in the Yakuza engine with their own levels, characters, uh, weapons, styles. That's going to be insane. Uh, just a little shout out for that because that trailer came out and I think a lot of people are going to experiment and do something with that. And that is a series I always wanted to kind of talk about because I did enjoy a lot of the games. But when Source comes out, I will be definitely uh, doing elbow drops on people's heads and, and stomping them in the tables and it's slapping a, them. It's a great time to be a beat em up fans. And it's a great time for beat em up fans in general. Yup. 100 percent uh we're going to move on to the next question and that's streets of rage revolution so like i said we saw that sizzle reel where they bought back like all the old stuff this is like crazy taxi everything they're like we're going full-on fucking crazy sega is back sega is back for real and they have more golden axe all of that and streets of rage was in there for like a few seconds and now it has a name now we're going to ask the panel, like, in terms of them making a 3D game, what are the do's and don'ts? Like, what is stuff you want from this game, and what is stuff you don't want them to do? And the first person we're going to have is Kaneki. Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I hope... I hope it's a sequel to Streets of Rage uh, 4 for Revolution, but from what I can tell, this is probably a remake. Um, I hope they took the homage and notes from Streets of Rage uh, remake, like from the fan game, and hopefully, uh, you know, improved it even more, and maybe we could see Axel Stone uh, punch a guy's head off or some crazy shit like that. Hopefully, don't turn into another fighting force. Uh, please, no. All right, uh, so WAP, have you seen this trailer for the 3D Streets of Rage? And if so, what do you think about it? It does look pretty cool, I gotta say. But the thing is, my my biggest piece of advice would be, for the love of God, do not make it anything like Final Fight Streetwise. And don't get me wrong, I really like Streetwise, but that game is so dated. It's a product of its time, and that game practically sunk the whole um, Final Fight franchise. Oh. So, didn't they, like, swear a shit ton in it? I'm sorry? Didn't they, like, swear a lot in it? They did. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, wasn't Cody, like, a zombie at one point? Uh. Cody was a zombie, yeah, because he took the glow. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I say, I actually really like Final Fight Streetwise. I like the story. I like the gameplay and everything. But it really is a product of its time. It has that whole early 2000s um, edginess that the DMC remake had also. Um, so I really, really hope that um, Streets of Rage, this new one, doesn't end up like that. Yeah, I, I have to agree. Uh, it If they do that and just completely like... You know, they, they take what was established and they really don't care for it in terms of how they did the originals and, and four even. And they decide, hey, we're going to turn Axel into um someone that is a zombie. Uh, He is on drugs. He is a crackhead. And now he is fighting for his last uh dose of methamphetamines. I look. If you turn the game into that, that's going to be so fucking funny to laugh at and a playthrough. But yeah, just don't do that where it's like, oh, now the ex 
cop crackhead is uh, fighting for supremacy and a McDonald's Three. sandwich. So please don't. At that point, the Sega honeymoon will be over for me if that shit happens. <laughs> uh, but still, it's uh, in one of one issue that I have with a lot of 3D beat 'em ups is their persistence to remove modes. Like I, I, I didn't like the fact that uh, Double Dragon Neon took out uh some of the online components for certain versions. So I, I kind of want that stuff in there. I want the online co-op. I want the local co-op. I want all that stuff taken in because, like I said, a lot of 3D beat-em-ups like to take a lot of modes and shit out, which I don't like. So that's one mistake they could avoid. The next thing is, I guess, how the combat is because 3D new rules. So I, I don't expect it to be the 2d side scrolling thing that i love the most but they have to refine that in a bigger sort of area and space and have those enemies coordinate properly uh which is you know and, and one, one other thing they could do is i guess maybe do three players that'd be cool uh to have like more players on screen maybe three or four just like um streets of rage 4 if you have like parsec going and just go completely ape shit um you know, I, I don't know if this new engine is going to be able to handle that, but that's a good indicator to stress test and see uh, what you can do. So that's the only thing I really have to say outside of it um, just being refined and, and needing to be, you know, really great. Uh, but I'm going to move my question on to Brandon. What do you think of this new Streets of Rage 3D? Um, I will say I'm very intrigued by it because I think this will be the first 3D Street of Rage game, right? So um, I don't necessarily have a do's or don't per se yet, because I, I don't think we've seen enough to just say like what it shouldn't do or should do, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But to, I guess, give some a little insight, uh, they need to have as much depth, if not more depth, than what Street of, 4, Street of Rage 4 has to offer. Because it turns out a Street of Rage game, though, 4 is like a, you know, it's a monster, mechanically speaking, right? If yep. they cannot compete with that, then in my opinion, the game fails in that department. You know? So they got to find a way to make the game as fun and not more fun than Streets of Rage um, 4. Because like you mentioned, new dimension, no rules. So they had to find a way had to you know, get the combo structure for the characters and make it work in a new environment. So like time will tell with that one whether they can nail that or not, though. Just I'm hoping they can, because I'm not against you know, 3D games. But we live in an age where, you know, people are allergic to having 2D games and you know, 3D is the more, you know, I guess you say safe bet in terms of getting a new audience, right? Mm -hmm. So I just hope that, you know, Sega that does this game justice the same way Streets of Rage 4 has done the series justice, you know? Yeah. Um, that being said, from, I say, let's say from a graphic standpoint, I do hope the game actually, you know, is not cheesy looking, not this weird plastic look that a lot of these 3D reimagined games have. Because, you know, that, especially again, going back from Streets of Rage 4, how that looked with the shell shade and all that, they had to deliver on that front. Yeah, to me, it, it looks 
it looks exactly like double dragon neon i'm not even going to lie if you see that game and you look at gameplay of streets of rage revolution it looks almost identical in graphics but it's not bad it's just you know as they refine the game more and more i kind of want to see them do that so it actually looks like pretty beastly and and 3D beat-em-ups aren't the worst thing in the world because there is the idea of your Urban Reigns or the Warriors, which are uh, very good games that I can't shit on. Same for Godhand as well. Yeah, I agree. Like, those games are like the kings of beat-em-ups, in my opinion, when it comes to just the sheer depth and magnitude here. Mm-hmm. Naturally, those games are a little dated considering it came out like nearly 30 years ago. So it is their chance to come in and take the crown. Oh, yeah. It's an open market, as they say. Nero, what about you? What do you think of uh, Streets of Rage Revolution? I think Streets of Rage Revolution can be a really, really good idea if they execute it well. I feel like if they implement stuff that they learned, they got from like the Yakuza games and like learn stuff and take stuff from like other fighting other beat-em-ups like God Hand and Urban Rain and probably take some stuff from Virtual Fighter. I feel like it gameplay-wise, Streets of Rage Revolution could be the most in-depth of any Streets of Rage game. And it'll have like good replayability. As long as they don't make the same mistakes that they made with the other beat-em-ups during the PS2 era, like Beatdown Fist of Vengeance, Final Fight Streetwise in terms of like the poor story as character assassinations of Cody and shit like that, I feel like the game can be really, really good. Drillbit, it is your turn. What do you think of uh, Streets of Rage Revolution? No way. It's like full 3D, not 2.5D. It's full 3D? Wow. Honestly, you can make character action games good in 3D, but... Uh, at the same time, how does that work with Streets of Rage, and how do you make it not jank and as in-depth as Streets of Rage 4? It just leaves me with more questions than answers, and I do hope it doesn't end up being janky. Because we've had a... Because 3D beat-em-ups haven't exactly had the best track record. Well, obviously there's DMC and Bayonetta, but that's a different thing. A different genre, so yeah. Yeah, all I can hope for is that they're able to have it transitioned well into full 3D and still be just as fun as Streets of Rage 4, and at least allow as much combo variety. Plus, being in 3D means they could do a lot more with the world. Hell, maybe like Yakuza, where you can just pick up ob- objects and then just slam someone into a wall. That would be cool to see. Yeah, essentially speaking, just don't be like the Cobra Kai beat-em-ups where they are very bland and uninspired. Uh, those those are by far just so repetitive. They didn't even try with those. Yeah, they didn't even well, try. And it looks so much worse than what I expected. Yeah, it really feels like it came out of like the late PS1, early PS2 era. Another example I was going to say was the Turtles in Time remake, if anyone ever played that before it got delisted. That was just a really jank 3D game. Yeah, the worst thing you could do is 
it ends up not adding anything to the beat em up genre and it ends up worse off as an idea especially in another mistake that a lot of 3d beat em ups tend to make is issues with the performance like if it's not running full 60 don't even bother because that's the first mistake that a lot of people seem to make and it happened with cobra kai as well where it's like why am i why is this game feel equivalent to me playing arkham knight on switch what the fuck is this so don't do that and i think you'll be totally fine rad what about you how do you feel about revolution it looks to be incredibly dynamic i went back and looked at that trailer before i gave my answer it's like literally the beginning where axel is doing this like ken master style kick combo and then you cut to like a rotating 3d camera and axel does this like takedown move with like a double fist at the end it looks to be more of a dynamic game it's obviously not gonna it's obviously not gonna stick to uh 2.5 d side scrolling we're gonna get a third dimension here a couple of bullet points for a potential future streets of rage game everybody needs to run because that's the reason I played I went back to Cherry so much in Streets of Rage 4 because not everybody can run. Yuzo Koshiro needs to do the music and I have nothing against T Lopez and Olivier de, de Riviere. I think he, I think they did most of the music of 4, but Yuzo Koshiro's music is Streets of Rage. And third, I'm spoiled rotten by the depth of Streets of Rage 4. It's not often a beat-em-up has me saying, you know, I think I'll take this character to the lab and see what sort of combos I can do with them, like I'm playing ye old 2D fighting game. I want to see that depth be consistent in a new Streets of Rage game. But I'm really looking forward to the end results. There is no in-between with this revolution. It is either going to be the benchmark or it's going to be some gum underneath the bench. So your move. Absolutely. 100%. We're going into the next question with the favorite move of the series. I guess I'll go like really quickly because my answer is super simple. It is grand upper. Just just hitting people with that shit is so phenomenal. It's so fun to do in the scream as well. I hate that they messed it up. It's Streets of Rage 3 because he doesn't say it. He says uh, bare knuckle or something like that. I'm like, what happened to Axel? What? Bare knuckle. I was like, okay, no. That I, I changed the Japanese immediately when I heard that. Is that the literal translation of the move, though? So I guess that's why. It, it is, but it, it's one of those things where not it's like, same. yeah, it's not the same. It doesn't sound right. And, and like saying Shoyuken, but you say Dragon Punch instead. Yeah, Dragon Punch. I was like, oh, no, it, it doesn't have the same. Oof. Well, I'm not sure Alan Strider. Yeah, I would agree. Well, yeah, yeah, you have a point, but still, it's it's one of those things where it's kind of just a bad sound bite than the actor. I don't know if he put his all in that one or whatever, but it, it didn't sound right to me. Uh, but Alan I, Strider, not Strider. It sounded like something that um, an animal mascot would say. Bare knuckle. Yeah. <laughs> it, it has that higher pitch to it that Axel would never have. Yeah. Uh, but the move itself is just iconic, and and I'm glad that Four acknowledged it, which is is literally him saying Grand Upper. So I I appreciated that like a lot. 
Kaneki, how about you? Uh, your favorite move in the franchise? Well, let's see. Um, uh, outside of the Grand Upper, um, there are two of my favorite moves and specials. Uh, she from Shiva that he does from two and three, and I guess up until four. Um, his his famous move, of course, is the Final Clash. Whenever I hear that, even as a child, I thought he was saying, like, Final Flash. Like, I thought for a moment they would homage to Vegeta, because, you know, the year Street Rage 2 and 3 came out. I thought that was, I thought it was an homage to him, but I guess not. Especially because the move is basically like a, a kick move. A mid-air kick move. Um, And his, and in Street Rage 4, um, they gave Shiva, Street Rage 3, uh, Shiva... An extra special where he basically could do a raging demon, like Akuma. That was one of the coolest homage they ever did to that character. Those are my favorites. I was typing in the chat about the Shiva clones. As a matter of fact, oh, that's broken. <laughs> and we all did that shit on the playthrough. It was like ah ah. So, yeah, the the clone move is pretty like all his moves and specials in four is also uh, honorable mention to me I'm because surprised the game doesn't crash when we do that. They also nerfed him as well, so sad face. Uh, don't remind me. That's why I still got the version where he's not nerfed on PC. But Wop, how about you? What is your favorite move in the Streets of Rage franchise? I'm sorry, can you pass me for this one? Um, just sure. in a second, I'm going to go after the next person. Sure, no problem. Brando, how about you? Uh, I don't have really much to offer in this conversation, so I'll give you two answers. Joke answer is anything Blaze do, we can see our thumb. <laughs> what the? But, uh, legit answer is um, Axel, not Axel, um, Adam's double um, kick in Streets of Rage 4, where he shoots out his green flames. Mm -hmm. That shit is a good move, and it's swag as fuck. Yeah, is that the sword strike where he hits the ground and a bunch of green fire just hits everybody? No, no. Oh, okay. I think it's, um, no, it's, I think it's triangle attack. It's one of the specials where he takes away your health. Oh. He just literally does a double, um, get, get, um shoots out green flames. Oh, yeah, it, it is a triangle attack. I was thinking of a special, but yeah, that, that both moves are also pretty fantastic. He has, like, a nice style when he hits somebody with his specials. Mm-hmm. Nikki, did you want to go, uh, after Brennan? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I wasn't ready before. It's fine. Um, definitely, yeah, the, the Grand Upper that we all talked about, that one is just iconic and really, really cool. Um, I also find it really funny how um, it's similar in name to, I believe Cody had a Criminal Upper, I think it was called. He did, but he shot Tornadoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always found it funny how, like, the two of them had the same name, similar name, but definitely the Grand Upper. Loads of fun. Drill bit, it is your turn since Nero's cat has to eat. Yeah, for me, obviously Grand Upper's iconic, but also Blaze's Kikocho. I don't know what it's called, but that's what I always call it. And it exactly I mean, they're cool. both iconic. Yeah. You learned that from Chun Li, didn't she? No, it's the other way around, actually. Chun Li got it from her. <laughs> oh, okay. Damn. Maybe one go. day we'll get Streets of Rage versus Street Fighter. Would be funny to see. Oh, I've been saying for a long time that Dope Mod should um, make a you know, Final Fight game, and it actually include the um, main roster from Street Fighter as well. 
Dude, I want them to crossover so bad with Final have Fight. Bla you have, have no Blaze as a DLC crossover. That's no, how you make me one. too. You have no I've idea. I've been waiting for years for Cody and Axel to meet. I, I, they didn't do that in Project X Zone 2. That was uh, like the worst. That was like one of the biggest then, wasted opportunities. And then hey, Capcom's like, Capcom's like, best I can do is a $20 Blaze costume for your avatar. Uh, that sucks, but, man. Yeah. I really yeah. want Final Fight uh, X Streets of Rage, but you know, is, is that all you have for this question, Drew? Yeah. Well, Rat, yeah, it, that's... it is your turn. So, to tell you my favorite special move, I'm going to use a fighting game character as a reference Ralph Jones. Ralph Jones has this move where he charges forward, knocks you down, punches you, like, punches the shit out of you, like, winds up, yeah, and does, does a massive too. explosion punch. If only you could do that in a beat-em-up. And Streets of Rage 4 answered my prayer. Get on the ground! Estelle's tackle, where she, where she knocks you on the ground and, like, punches you in the face, and then, like, the final smash at the end. Oh, my God, it's so satisfying to hit that move. Especially as a combo ender, like, man. Oh, favorite characters, Estelle's like a third place just for that move alone. Holy shit, that is cathartic. I'm surprised she doesn't uh, end the combo by her last punch being a fucking, basically, a, a, a dynamite. Because you know, that's might as well be. Have you seen those guns? Yes. Jeez. Like dang, she could she could took a Ralph's a punch and be like a di dynamite punch. Like like when the DLC for four dropped and uh, Estelle was confirmed to be one of the playable characters, I was like finally, and I had no idea what I was in for with her move set. Mm. So uh, everyone knows Estelle is is cool and all, but you know there was a tournament that we had and and people were labbing with her and during the whole time when I was getting my ass beat and combo out the window, I could only think of one sound bite. This motherfucker is garbage. <laughs> That's the only thing I could think of. Doing strings. Doing strings. I was just like, oh my fucking god. hit combos. Yeah. He's doing strings. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it, it's it's such a good time that like I literally just started picking her up like not too long ago when I was playing before the podcast. So I, I, I thought that her moves were interesting. And if they do make like a five, bring that character back and, and perhaps more. I, I think five should be like a grandiose game that expands on like everything so far. But we're going to move on to the next question. And the question is number nine. What are your full thoughts on Streets of Rage 4? I want Kaneki to go first. This. So, after the events of Streets of Rage 3 and in terms of fan games, the Streets of Rage remake, one would hope that Sega would eventually make a Streets of Rage 4. 2018, that teaser, tra or 2019 maybe, that teaser trailer, they gave us a tease of Streets of Rage 4, and everyone lost their fucking shit, and when the game finally came out during COVID, man, did it deliver, let me tell you. From Streets of Rage to Streets uh, 3 to Streets of Rage 4, it's like, not only a massive improvement to the beat-em-up uh, genre, but as a Streets of Rage series, like, 
I hope they don't consider downgrade in terms of the depth combos, of what it offered, the story, you know, for each characters. Um, and and especially the modes that they added later uh later on, or well, even before then, they even had so much replay value to where you unlock more characters. It's like every it's like everything you need, especially for a Streets of Rage fan. What else can you? What else can you add? This is, this is pretty much a perfection beat 'em up uh, game, in my opinion. And the fact that it even had training mode down the line, it's like, what can go wrong? Brandon, what about you? What did you think of Streets of Rage Four? Um, quite frankly, like it's probably one of the best games ever made. Like, it's seriously a fantastic love letter to the series and to the fans. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they did the game justice. And naturally, though, not everything's perfect right out the gate, but, you know, Axel was kind of ass at the launch of the game, but they did some good job with um, buffing characters and making some changes. The one aspect of the game I'm not a fan of, really, is them nerfing characters, but considering that the game has a, what, PvP-type mode already, I can understand that from that standpoint. But let's be honest here, though. Most people do not play the game for the PvP. They play for the PvE, right? So nerfing characters that ultimately would hinder, you know, your play time for, um, like, PvE. It's, it kind of sucks, though, right? But, like, it's, it's nothing breaking in the day, though, because uh, we go in depth, we go involved, and play the game as it is. Buff my but, boy yeah, Shiva like, back. Yeah, Shiva got an uh, unnecessary nerf, but, hey, it is what it is, right? It's but, like... like the. I will combo oh, people. He's like, I will combo people in the corner. He had an infinite. That's and, like, and they can do nothing. <laughs> it's like, he's the best dude. Yeah, but one of my favorite aspects about the game is the soundtrack. Like, it's so, so good. I have it on re- repeat sometimes. Uh, that's something that the game doesn't get enough credit for, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, like, even the Mr. X Nightmare DLC with some of the tracks that they made for it exclusively was also, like, pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. Nikki, what about you? What do you think of Streets of Rage 4? You know, if I'm being totally honest with you, I haven't played it yet. It's one of those games where it just passed me by and I never really picked it up. It is time um, for a recommendation since it is holiday sales this season. Oh, absolutely. I've been meaning to, to buy this game for so long, and I just kept, like, um, what's the word? Um, proca- Procrastinating on it. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know why. I just have, um, but I know I meant to buy it, like, when it first came out. And for whatever reason, I just never picked it up. But I've heard so many good things about it, and I'm, like, way overdue. So probably by the next time... I listen to this podcast on my own. I ha- will have already played it. What about you, Nero? What do you think of Streets of Rage 4? Streets of Rage 4 is fucking fantastic. It's probably what got me a lot more interested in the series. And the fact that they added, like, labbing and practice mode and, and challenge towers and, like, the Mr. X DLC, I feel like it it just boosts the overall fun factor for that game. It's been a fucking resurgence. Uh, not only did we get like Streets of Rage 4 
but we also got the uh, Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge game. And it's just, both of those games are such a blast to play. Uh, Streets of Rage 4 is definitely no exception to the rule. It has a bunch of characters now that you can play with, unlock, and discover their styles. It has tons of replayability, which is very important for a game like this, where you're 2D side-scrolling and, and fighting everyone. Yep. Something I wish Shredder's Revenge did have, even when the DLC came out. Yeah, a, a lot of replay value to it. And, and also, you could do weekly sims with the DLC and, and fight and go on differing yeah. like, roguelike paths, which is pretty cool. So it, it lended itself to a lot of going back and getting those S-Ranks and doing the best you can with those characters, uh, which is pretty cool. It, it has that addicting vibe to it. And I think one thing that people have obviously said before is the art style being like hand-drawn and, and looking awesome stands out, especially how they do the nightclubs in this game and how the lights will reflect off the sprites. I thought that was fucking amazing with the way they drew it. So it's it's a really good game. Like I said, not the best in spots. I think the final level, I, I, I hated the final boss because I, I just felt it was bland and uninspired when you get to the temple, but uh, it's definitely still a great game regardless of its faults. And uh, the fact that they crammed in so many modes and, and you could do so much shit and you can fight against other opponents is so fantastic. If they do another one, I definitely want it to be hand drawn and just uh, go right for it as well as like maybe Revolution accommodating this as a 3D side series. I think that'd be the best compromise. Actually, uh, a quick fun fact of the final boss in Streets of Rage 4. Uh, later on, you think the boss was... If, if people think the boss was, uh, well, I wouldn't say challenging, was too easy, they buffed him. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that the balance updates, they buffed the boss, so it's a little bit more harder as well as, like, uh, well, I understand them also kind of giving the Streets of Rage 1 characters a little bit more oomph to their punches, but yeah, I that's why we bought up the remake, because there are things they could have done to make those characters a lot more versatile with moving around but it's whatever because you have like so many people to play with anyway that you can find somebody that you like eventually drill what about you what did you think of streets of rage 4 oh yeah definitely like one of the best beat em up games ever made and they added in a ton of content afterwards honestly it kind of made me disappointed that shredder's revenge didn't get the same amount of support like what they gave us two extra characters and a mode that you could probably beat in like an hour. Hmm. How much you want to bet they can have something to do with this? Because um, you know, Sega was not necessarily the funding partner of you know Dotmont, but it definitely had you know a helping hand, right? Which I'm betting you that Nick probably didn't give them enough funds or decide you know cut the core here, we're done. Yeah, yeah, that's probably a Nick, definitely bro. a factor. Like it just felt like Streets of Rage 4 always had a oh, lot Nick. more replay value and support. <laughs> I heard that, but Nick. Streets of Rage 4 is still up there for one of the best beat em ups. I don't know if it would be the best beat em up ever made, but that's debatable. I would say maybe on the top list, it definitely needs a spot up there. Um, that's how I would kind of treat it, in my opinion. Rad, what right. about. Oh, good. I was gonna say, like, on the same tier, something like MK Shallon Monks. Well, yeah, if if you had a top list of 
best beat em ups of all time it has to go up there along with mk because ed boone is not servicing uh the co-op fans right now and that pisses me off but no, i they I, just I, give you like this don't remind they'll me. just give you a twitter poll saying hey you guys want to remaster and then nothing ever happens no <laughs> they rather milk you with crystals and not fixing their fucking game and crossplay after tekken i'm good bro that's a whole nother rant i could do about the fumble of fire and ice because we were so close and yet so far holy fuck man uh but let's get back on a positive note rad how about you what did you think of streets of rage 4 i will borrow a quote from fajita from dragon ball z abridged never in my life have i needed something so much and never known until i received it streets of rage 4 adds so many new modes adds a depth of combos and fighting that hadn't really been seen in beat-em-ups it has wonderful music especially the music included by t lopez in the dlc they brought back the characters from streets of rage one through three and i don't mean just oh they're returning they brought back adam hunter made him a playable character no these characters are as is they have the sounds they have the moves <laughs> it's it's just people say it's one of the greatest beat-em-ups ever yeah i say that the people behind this lizard cube guard crush they didn't make a new streets of rage game they made a new yardstick for the genre you know what i i, I rock with that 100 percent. if if there is a blueprint for what 2d beat-em-ups got right in terms of a release this would be this will be the one right here i can't wait for them to see how they do shinobi because from the art style it looks uh, like they're doing it that game's gonna make me fucking bust i need, I need that game now because oh, shinobi's gonna be so freaking awesome it, it looks that's what I pointed out during the recording. I'm like, hold on, this looks like a similar style. If they're doing this game, I already know it's gonna be like super fucking awesome. So I honestly can't wait for that either. Yeah, but it wouldn't be Shinobi if it wasn't ultra hard though. <laughs> mm, I would, you know, Streets of Rage Four was getting kind of tough at the end. So you know, I wouldn't doubt their ability at this point. I would say like let them cook and, and see what they can do. I do expect some punishing levels later on, uh, especially probably like during the mid section of the game. So uh, if it's still super punishing, then uh, I, I fear that a lot of gaming journalists is going to be very upset about that, which is going to be fine. Uh, so we're moving on to the last question. And the last question is, how would you rank the entire series given what you played so far? And the first person we'll go with is Red Red last in every question but the first here okay uh on the spot i was actually talking to a friend of mine yesterday because i got a bit in the streets of rage mood he played streets of rage 4 with his uncle for the first time and i was thinking to myself for every good thing that streets of rage 4 did streets of rage 2 is just so classic and timeless to me 4 is at the top but 2 is a very close second place like fingertips on the gold medal and then probably streets of rage remake 
I haven't played enough of whatever the updated version is, so my mind could change on a dime. Then, honestly, Bare Knuckle 3. Because I don't like a lot of the stages, but I do like the gameplay improvements. I oh, didn't mention it. The meter that they added for your special move. And no. Rad has officially roboted into the great beyond. No. <laughs> I, uh, I, I guess until he comes. Uh, oh, there you go. Still here? You're alive. Yeah. It was going to happen at least once. Okay, so I'll just, I'll just do by number. Four, two, remake, three, and one at the bottom. Just because of its age and how much the other sequels have leapfrogged over it. Mm, drill bit what about you how would you rank the entire franchise based on what you play yeah well i haven't actually beaten one and three or played two to completion so it'd be four two and then one and three are just left unranked since i haven't played them but i do want to get to them someday granted i'll probably just play the japanese version of three instead of going suffering through the american one Mm-hmm. All right, I this is gonna be kind of tough. I'll do best to worst. All right, I, I would say number one will probably be Streets of Rage remake. Now I, I love four to death, and, and that would be the second one, the runner up to it. Uh, they're both top tier echelon games for this franchise that you should play. But I feel like the remake has so much customization that it cannot be denied and then i go with four four has a lot of characters a lot of modes a lot of replayability which is very equally important as well uh for streets of rage uh definitely a tighter combo system as well because the the amount of thought that they put into how these moves link and juggle people in otg is ridiculous uh you can do some crazy ass combos only made better with the fact that now they decided to put in uh, the new patch where you could do new special moves and and that's also super awesome so like i said before uh this game is absolutely ridiculous in terms of uh combo potential then i will move on to streets of rage 2 iconic warp the series into a juggernaut uh, in my personal opinion it's the basis of what the games needed to be going forward with just how fun uh, and amazing the concept was for beat em ups and how tight the gameplay was. Then I would move on to Streets of Rage 3. It's not better than 2 uh, due to everything that Rat Rat said that I agree with, like stages being too long and drawn out and frustrating, especially construction site. And then just. I don't know, you know, the music is definitely a downgrade, in my opinion. I, I ranted a little bit about that when I was playing it. I was like, it's not as good as 2, but the combat is incredible. It feels like everything else I, I hate it about the game, except for the general gameplay, which is still super great, and that's even better than 2, but everything else is not, and looking at it as a whole package, it kind of is under 2, and a degree which is why i put it here but you know still fun game overall enjoyable time as for uh bottom of the barrel i i have to go with the first one it's 
it's a symptom of age it didn't age well bosses that will completely ko you in the corner shit that don't work uh losing so much life falling into a pit it's even worse than streets of rage 4 where yeah it's annoying you fall in you lose health but i'm talking like 50 percent life that's ridiculous uh that game is a true nuisance i i don't know how i beat it the first time as a kid i must have just sat there and, and went through it like super hard but fucking hell dude it's it's if you want to be frustrated by all means go back and experience the joy of that game and i put that in air quotes because you will not be having joy you will be experiencing pain and pain absolute when you play that game uh but hey i mean it's a great basis for the next game that came it's sort of like the street fighter one of streets of rage where it's like the first game no, don't oh, start. Oh my god. Streets of Rage 1 is actually playable compared to Street, uh, Street Fighter 1. Well, well I I'm mean... It, we it, don't talk about Street Fighter 1. No, no, no. The The thing with my argument, though, is, is the age and nature of it. Now, I know Street Fighter 1 is garbage, but... The thing is that going back retroactively and playing that game compared to the other ones, it, it, it didn't age well, fam uh it's first game syndrome absolutely and and like i said it, it might be playable but you will witness pain and i'd rather not play either uh when it comes to my opinion so next up is brandon since he wanted to go next hey yo i'm gonna make mine as kind of quick as possible so my favorite i'm gonna keep it between the the mainline games so one two three and four i have not played remake no experience with it so no comment on that one Oh, I haven't played Bare Knuckle 3, so no comment down as well. That being said, so my favorite is Street of Rage 4. For the simple fact that, no, the, uh, like everyone else be saying, like I said before, the depth, the love, and character in that game is just amazing. The amount of playable characters you have, literally from old games, you get the sprite characters in, the, in, um, in 4, fantastic. Like, the replayability, especially now with the new DLC, fucking amazing. Like, it's finite. But I enjoy myself every single time. Next is Street to Rage 2. And that speaks for itself. It's a certified hood classic. Like no other Street to Rage game, even if um three maybe have maybe have better gameplay, came close to it at, before four came out, of course, right? Two is just so much fun that I could play the game almost every time whenever I power up on PS3 and just play it casually. Fantastic game. And this is going to be coming from least experienced games I played, so three and one. I want to rank three over one for the same reasons why Renegade list is like, you no know, one is super dated, like super dated, right? So like that's, that's all I can say for, for that one. And as everybody else pointed out, with three is like the difficulty is pretty bad in the North American version, like unnecessarily hard. I know it's like a common trend back in the day where you know the North American version is harder than this original counterpart because of rental, because of X, Y, and Z, and other bullshit like that. Thank God we're out of that era, because even the PS2 era, you know, certain companies like Capcom kept that restriction in into um, some other games. So yeah, this is my order. Four, two, three, one. The best or worst. Kaneki, what about you? Uh, what do you feel about this best to worst ranking of Streets of Rage? What is your list? Uh, since people really describe most of these games on the list, I'll, I'll do this as quickly as possible of how I rank them. 
you know, Streets of Rage 2, in my, in my list, I will always rank it as number one, despite Streets of Rage 4 and the remake having, you know, more replay value than even the second uh, Streets of Rage 2. But it's just the atmosphere, the music, the gameplay, like, it's an all-time classic, and I I have a bias with only that game. It's like, I, I can't pick it, uh, like, a number two or three spot. Um... But in, in between Streets of Rage 4 and Streets of Rage Remake for second place, I would definitely pick Remake out of 4. Not because, you know, not because it has uh, improved the gameplay from the original series, but it also had more replay value at the time than, than even Streets of Rage 4 right now. And lets you customize your moves, uh, lets you you know, kill people in half, et cetera, et cetera, and create your own levels and stuff. Yeah, that that's that's something I hope they would do in the next Streets of Rage uh, series. Um, and then it would be Streets of Rage... Uh, so Remake would be in second. Streets of Rage 4 would be third. And if since I only played the American version, unfortunately, of Streets of Rage 3, I would put that as last place. Streets of Rage 1, yes. Gameplay-wise, compared to 2, it is, Streets of Rage 1 is, did not age well, but the reason why I don't rank Streets of Rage 1 last, because the atmosphere of the stages and the music will always be Streets of Rage 3 outside of the, uh, the Japanese stage where you fight, like, three, sh uh, three shinobis, I'm gonna say, at once. Those three samurai armor dudes in Streets of Rage 3. Yeah, outside of that stage, it's like, Streets of Rage 1 beats them in the stages and the music. What about you, Nero? Four, two, three, and one. And that's your full answer? Yep. You know what? That's fine. Straight to the point immediately. All right. We're going to move on to the last person. <laughs> Fucking clown was posted, which is uh Nikki. How would you rank the Streets of Rage games that you have played thus far? Well, I definitely want to echo the sentiments between the first and the second games. Um, definitely based on what you said about the first game, how it really is a product of its time. Um, how it's extremely frustrating. And for me, like I said, I've never beaten the game, but um, always got so close. And it was always those two dominatrix with the whips. How as soon as those whips hit you, they took like half of your freaking life away. And that just honestly just pissed me off so much that it Whip. makes me not even want to try playing it again. I mean, of course, I will pick up the game every time I get the chance and, you know, I enjoy playing it. I'm not going to say I guess I like torture or something, but I only played the first two games. So, um, of course, and I'm also going to echo the sentiment about the second game as well, because just the atmosphere, the gameplay, how it um, improved everything from the first game and built itself off of that one. So because I only played the first two, I'm going two and one. All right. And I think it is a wrap for this podcast. Uh, we we had fun talking about Streets of Rage. If Revolution comes out and we're really digging it, then we will definitely talk about it. It's a WAP, yeah. <laughs> I see that right there. So we're going to do... It's a WAP. It's a Whopper. It's a Whopper burger. 
we're gonna do our outros mr Kaneki, where can we find you well you can only find me on youtube and twitter known as google order and um i only got one thing to say merry christmas and have a happy new year you degenerate fox all right so i'm going to do my outro uh you can find me on youtube renegade operative you can find me on twitch renegade underscore operative you can find me on x x videos x whopping ads uh ren operative you know you can find me on there uh ren operative underscore and i will be just i don't know randomly streaming i guess after this while trying to upload this podcast merry christmas and street fighter one can suck my cock there you go all right next person is nikki where can we find you well you can find me up your ass and around the corner no i'm kidding what the all right <laughs> you can find me on OnlyFans. just kidding okay too. then 9.99 for free people you know what it is <laughs> i gotta get a pedicure first <laughs> Um, but anyway, you can find me on Twitter. Or sorry, I, I I keep calling it Twitter. I don't care about this X Twitter thing. Um, at, um, let's see. You can find me on Twitter. You can also find me on Twitch at Strapping Young Lady Gaming. Oh, um, Twitch. you can also find me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hate Twitch. Go on. No, oh, no, that's okay. Um, you can also find me on YouTube at Strapping Young Lady Gaming, and I'm also on Instagram with the same name. So maybe um, see you around on the interwebs. Also, Merry Christmas and have a happy, happy new year. I hate you all. <laughs> I bet you do after what Brandon said, where he thought you said strap on. But you know what? We're going to move right past that. So uh, before this gets to degenerate, Nero, what is your outros for today, sir? You can find me on YouTube, Twitter, and <laughs> Twitch. Under the same name. He almost had, he almost had a hernia. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I will cough too if I try to say the word Twitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't worry. I'll put a sensor bar right there on my titties so you can see them. All right, uh, drill. How about you? you Where can we see that shit? There you do. Look at yeah, my titties. you can find me. I was saying you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at drillvid seven seven seven. That's really where I'm only active on. At least at the moment. That could change in the future, but depends. You'll find them on OnlyFans at feet picks like seven seven seven. Randy Marsh beat him to it. I mean what? <laughs> Man, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and rat rat, last but not least, where can you find yourself? You can find me on Twixter, which is what I'm calling it because it's the cool name. You can find me on Twixter at the Rad Rad, and you can find my YouTube gaming channel, Rad Rad's Rad Games, where, uh, completely unrelated to beat 'em ups and fighters, I just played through Pokemon Blue in honor of the 25th anniversary of its American release. And since another anniversary came up, I'm playing through 1993's Doom. Okay. And on that, on on that note, I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a punchin' kickin' Happy New Year. We are in a renaissance of beat-em-ups and fighters, and I hope that it continues into the new year and beyond. 
Well, before we end this podcast, everyone knows that uh, January is going to be Tekken time. At the end of that, I could not be any more excited. We definitely will be talking about that game in the future, as well as we're talking about Marvel, which is the next Buster Wolf. So look forward to that. Might bring some surprises here or there, but ultimately, um, and an anime uh, fighting game discussion as well. That's going to happen too. So you get like two Buster Wolves for the price of one. Uh, but that's going to be a fun time uh, talking about your Naruto storms and all that jazz. And hopefully you guys like that when those come out. This is the Infinite Ammo Syndicate where you're it's signing Naruto. out. It, it's Naruto. I don't care what his name is. He likes ramen. So uh, Naruto, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's, not, it's not bad as Giku, believe me. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> hopefully I don't say that when we talk about Budokai 4 coming out as well. And have a Merry Christmas. See you later. Good night, everyone. Parkele. Where's my local multiplayer Bandai? KYS, man, that's what you need to do. Please put uh, Goku, Super Saiyan Rose, and Sparking Blast. I need that shit immediately. I'm sure they will. They have to. Uh, everyone's <laughs> gonna be in that game, it's though. Just, you know were you, were you in Super? You're probably a shoe in for this one. Yes. Yep. Yes, please.